and, and our mission hasn't changed over the years. Our mission has been, and it was for firemanship conference, the same as our brothers in battle mission is to provide the best training possible for firefighters, focusing on a them first mindset through faith, family, and firemanship, the skill practice and trade of firefighters. Firehouse Vigilance presents the Weekly Scrap, a podcast dedicated to the never-ending fight against complacency. Corley Moore, Firehouse Vigilance. It is a Weekly Scrap special. This is the firemanship special. This is Cody Testrel. This is uh, so much hype since he announced just one week ago that this was going on. There are so many comments, Cody, already flying in. Let's go. Let's go. What up, Steve? Hope all is well. Absolutely awesome. Let's go. Vigilantes are present and ready. What up, Cody? Bring it. Hey, okay, there's too many to read. They're just flying by. Um, everybody, I'm just going to get everybody up to speed because everybody's been to Scraps before. They know usually I introduce the 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 – this is my notes for this scrap right here. Cody prepared me well. He said, hey, I want to go live, and I want to talk about this firemanship conference that is coming back, and I'm pumped. I'm so excited. I couldn't be more excited. I'm in South Carolina, so this uh, Kyle Romagus is here, but he's not on his own monitor. He's on the phone. He's on the phone ready to grab your questions that you put, whether you're at YouTube or Facebook. Kyle's watching. He's ready to grab your uh, questions and throw them up here for Cody to answer. So with all that being said, I'm excited. I'm hyped. No more me talking. Cody, my man, welcome back to the scrap and the firemanship special. Brother, great to be here. Great to see you again. It's only been a couple of weeks, but it's been a couple of weeks too long since I saw you there in Ohio. Absolutely. Thanks for doing this, man, and having me on. Uh, I'm super excited to be here and just share with everybody what's going on um where we're at it's even hard to contain myself so uh couldn't think of a better person and a better place to go to uh try to get some uh information out there and i will still say we are very much in our infancy stages of uh planning and preparing this but man god spoke to me and put this on my heart uh in andrea's and said the time is now we need to do this thing and so uh we've got some things in the work already in the works already and uh we're ready to roll man and and, and just do this big time love it man i love yeah. it now yeah uh i never got to attend the original firemanships this was it was before i really especially up the pacific northwest but uh talk to Everybody out there that was is like me, they missed the first go around, and all they've heard is the legend, the myth of how amazing it was. Just kind of uh, where where it started and give kind of the background of it. Yeah, sure. Uh, man, it's special. It still holds a very special uh, place in my heart, Andrew's heart, and a lot of people that have attended. Uh, we were so blessed to have people from all over the country support us, uh, and, and it was an incredible run. Um, it was an incredibly challenging run, uh, and, uh, it helped me grow, helped me get to where I'm at today. Uh, the resolve that I have, the, some of the, the convictions and the values that, um, I'm willing to stand for, um, were born from that. And I think helped prepare me for where we're at. Um, but yeah, it was an incredible run. Um, and it, it really started with the idea of just trying to bring training, um, up to 
our neck of the woods in the Pacific Northwest that didn't have a ton of exposure to outside training and probably like most conferences and regional conferences. Um, we just, I, I really just wanted to bring that exposure to our neck of the woods. There was no grandiose idea of pulling in people from around the country. Um, I thought about, you know, I had connections with friends and people out there from the training world um, with teaching through Brothers in Battle and Sharon, and I wanted to bring some of them uh, to us in the Pacific Northwest. And, you know, I thought that it was going to be primarily just, uh, you know, kind of focused on that group. Um, and when I, when I set out to do it, it kind of it was actually an ultimatum from my wife, Andrea. And for several years prior to that, we were running a uh, charity volleyball tournament in the area for an incredible veterans group called Team Rubicon um, that does incredible stuff, uh, repurposing our vets. And I'm incredibly passionate about our veterans um, and grateful for them and their service. And they repurposed our vets uh, and put them to work and for disaster relief and um uh, it was an awesome organization. I had a good buddy that I got hired with in Portland at the time who had become a part of them. I became aware of what they were doing and I wanted to do something to raise awareness for them and I guess bring a family environment to our metro area. And so Andrea and I decided to create a raise for Rubicon, which was a volleyball tournament in the summertime, barbecue, auction, raffle, and get basically departments from all over the metro area to register volleyball teams, bring out their families, the kids, and basically come spend the day playing volleyball in the tournament while we're raising money and funds for this incredible organization. Well, we right ran on. that for several years. It was an awesome run. We had a ton of support, ton of help, uh, had a blast doing it. And then I had that crazy idea of doing something training-wise and doing a conference-type thing. Um, there was nothing like it really going on in our area uh, at the time. And I had approached Andrea about doing it, and she was like, uh-uh, absolutely not. And I'm like pretty persistent, you know, with her. And uh, – it, it really came down to too many irons in the fire. And she says, well, you're right. going to have to pick or choose, you know, what you want to do, you know, and at that time we were fully running with brothers in battle, you know, and raising two girls, everything else going on in life. So we decided to make the decision then to kind of stop running, raise for Rubicon and transfer over and put our energy into firemanship conference. And um, it was, you know, born out of a, a desire to bring firemanship to our area. And right on. Um, it, it's as simple as that. And, and I, you know, uh, things can be controversial, political. There's a lot of uh, politics surrounding that name, um, that word. I believe it to be uh, literal. You know, I read it in the dictionary, the definition of firemanship, and it's the skill, practice, and trade of firefighting. Um, and I fully believe that what we do takes skill, takes a tremendous amount of practice, uh, and it is a trade, right? And so um, I, I, I just wanted to embody that in our region. Uh and leading into it, what's interesting is as I was trying to think about how to how to put on a conference like that, having never done it, a lot of people don't realize um, 
I had actually never attended a conference period ever. Never had oh, really? Firehouse Hot. You know, there are a couple other regional conferences going on around the country, not like what we see today for sure. Um, but I'd never attended any conference whatsoever. That was the same with Brothers in Battle when I started. I had never attended an outside training class before ever. Um, so it really was just, it came from the heart, man. That's all I could say. It's like, I, it's, it's, I wanted to make an impact at the time. I wanted to do something that was different than the, I'm going to say this loosely, and I don't mean it a bad way, but like the generic kind of hotel conference room feel, you know, a couple of class. I, I wanted then also, I wanted something, a movement. I wanted to embody the spirit of firemanship and um, what it's about. So it really was born out of that, man. And we just started building it. And year one was small. It was, uh, I don't think we had too many people from around the country attend. It was mostly local. And man, I'll tell you what, after year one, it just exploded and blew up and we weren't even trying to do anything. We just couldn't even handle it and keep up with uh, what was going on, man. And then it just built and it became that, that conference that everybody was ready to go on registration morning, you know, wherever they were at, you know, uh, guys were up in the mountains doing wildland firefighting, you know, and on duty and having their spouses, register for them and do things and it became that conference that if you weren't there it was selling out you know we did cap it um and it created that hype and that environment that you had to be there ready to go if you wanted to get in and be a part of it um that you were going to have to be there registration wise and make it make it happen you know um i think towards the end you know, we are running in total training about a thousand firefighters from all over the country uh, between the lecture venue and then all the hot classes. And we ended right. up, I think our last year, we had 13 different hot sites um, and multiple classes at each one of those hot sites as well. So it it was <laughs> uh, it, it was it was a lot. Let's just, just ask Andrea. It was, it was a lot and everybody else that helped participate and make that happen. And, you know, that's where I'll just segue into, we were only able to do that because I was so blessed to just have a red shirt army, man, a cadre volunteers from around the country and locally, just a ton of people, Robbie Hendricks, Shane Thomas, Jamie, so many people and, and local groups that um, it, it was a small army to really make right. it happen. You know, I couldn't do that myself. Andrea couldn't do that uh, ourselves. And I know, and I know you want to, again, you give out kudos to everybody involved in how successful it was and everything like that. But I also don't want to bury the lead of the hype surrounding the fact that it is now back. I'm going to do yeah. quick housekeeping and explain to everybody. This is not a scrap. This has no number on it. This is the scrap special just to yeah. announce firemanship. Even the even the the sponsors down below, uh, they're not sponsoring this. Uh, I, I I put up there people I love, <laughs> Kehoe's Affordable Standpipe Prop. They've been with me since the beginning. And so they're there. I love Flame Decon and then first in Ryan McCormick. That's the reason they're down there. They're not. This is not a sponsored episode. Yeah. I, I, that's why I didn't even mention sponsors and stuff. This is just to hype the announcement. Yeah. And so – uh, yeah, yeah, I want to do that and say that and then move into yeah. you decided it's coming back. Yeah, so it's coming back. And so what we haven't, so the, you know, 
we it was it was crazy and i would say this talking to people around the country getting to travel and teach like we do and share and learn uh it's really special whenever people come up to me and say man what a special thing that was i got to attend in 2017 or 2019 or this or i made it every year or this and what's amazing is most people can only describe it as a feeling the environment right something there like it's hard to explain unless you were there almost to experience that vibe that family feeling and that culture there and man that's what we're we're after again and so you know covid hit with everything uh you know and everybody else around the country and we shut it down so we actually haven't had firemanship conference uh the last three years there was a behind the scenes um we could get into some stuff later if we really want to uh i'm pretty open now and now that i'm no longer an employee with the city of portland um i could speak about some things a little bit further in detail um but ultimately there was a lot of things we were dealing with the last couple issues as well um and legal stuff and politics and and that type of stuff so we tried to run it covid hit we shut down for two years. The last year, we tried to get it back up again. We were actually getting ready to roll, put money down um, for the venue, for hotels. We were getting ready to roll out in a week. And basically, our venue came back and made the declaration that they weren't going to accept the contract stuff that we signed. And they were going to force us to ensure that all attendees were vaccinated. Um with oh, things wow. which obviously was a huge red flag for me and was like absolutely not going to happen so obviously we're a couple years from that time now but hotels and businesses things weren't set up dealing with that stuff yet and we were just willing to go down that road um and so we backed out of doing the last conference um, and still dealing with some of that financially, to be honest with you. But that led to now, you know, and we we are here in the beautiful free state of Montana and loving it. And we've been trying to figure out what life looks like for us, getting settled into it. Um, and I've, a lot of people have been asking over the last couple of years, you know, when are you bringing it back? When are you bringing it back? And I knew that we were going to bring it back probably at some point. I didn't know what it was going to look like. I could tell you that it wasn't going to happen in the city of Portland. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, as grateful as I am for it and the environment it created. But it's it's just, man, it's in the hornet's nest there. And uh, it's not the place to be now. So, you know, we were it's been in our minds and we've had a lot of people on us and Jeff Bryant, who I'm sure, you know, uh, teaches with us and do a lot of stuff with, he's been that proverbial thorn in my ass, you know, uh, that 10 pounds of pressure. And it's not even 10 pounds of pressure. hundred percent of the time. It's like, it's, he's been like 31 pounds of pressure, 131% of the time, bring it back, bring it back. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. And I've been like, yeah, yeah, I know. And I'm still trying to figure out life um what that looks like now and as we were talking about where to bring it back which you know is again is a huge undertaking took a small army but i had a ton of resources contacts logistics all of that stuff in portland area um it was like where do we go to do that you know i don't and i'm not physically there you know it was a huge mental block for me to get 
over like how do we actually bring this thing back and right then you know it, the last six months it's been on the mind a lot more and a couple of events kind of happened recently and co- coupled with uh being in church one morning just a few weeks ago and i felt like god was like do it now and this is how you're going to do it and it was like whoa and i told andrea that i had this feeling his thoughts coming into my mind i felt god was just saying this is the time and this is what it's got to look like and i was like wow and it just kind of tied in together and i think because brother my heart has been just on fire um and extremely i would say um extremely blessed to do what we do. I feel that what we do is so special. Um, And we had a buddy, Brian Abbott, that um, teaches for us with Brothers in Battle. He recently has been on a couple podcasts with Fit to Fight Fire, John Spera, and Grant Schwalbe and the Journeyman, talking about his story and uh if you have any of your listeners out here tonight haven't listened to them go back and find those but brian um a couple years ago went through a uh a, a mental health crisis if you will and was struggling um severely to the point to where brian is extremely passionate about firemanship family um loves this job loves people and he found himself literally hanging at the end of the rope off of one of the door props that he fabricates and builds for training. And he was out in his garage. His family was home. And Brian was literally one night hanging from the rope. Oh, wow. And Brian heard an audible voice. And this is, I'm, I'm, Brian shares this with you. So I feel comfortable sharing this. And this has lit a fire in me. Um, He heard a voice tell him to stand up, stand up. And he will tell you it was unequivocally God telling him, stand up. You've got fighting you still stand up. You are not done. And he stood up. He was a mess. Um, He messaged his wife who was inside sleeping and Kelly came out. Um, and there he was piled up on the floor and he was blacking out. Um, and so Brian personally, um, you know, and knowing them and going through that with them and their family, um, that's lit a fire under me and traveling around like we do around the country, uh, and so fortunate to participate in, in, great training all over the place it's a very common theme now the name that we're hearing attached to it is moral injury you know and i'll be honest i don't know technically what that is or to get into the mental health side of things um we've always been passionate about it with what we do with firemanship conference and there's been a portion dedicated with that but i know now and as much as we travel and see it's the same story all over the place There are so many brothers and sisters hurting all over the place. And it's like something has got to give. And it hit me a little while back and it's, it's hard to say this, but 
I truly believe in my heart of hearts that the American Fire Service today, not everywhere, but in general, the American Fire Service today is literally killing us. The fire service is killing us. Um, I'm extremely frustrated with it. Um, I'm pissed. I'm angry. Uh, I'm passionate about it, and I want to do something about it. And I mean that because I've seen it enough traveling and hearing our brothers and sisters constantly, constantly telling me how they're fighting other firefighters on shift to just be able to stretch a line, take a hydrant, be into the job, if you will. They're getting beat down. They're getting beat down by their administrations and their organizations. Much of this fire service today um, is anything but a trade to a lot of places. They're trying to dumb it down. They're trying to white collar it. They're trying to make it a sterile office environment. And I think, quite frankly, our brothers and sisters are struggling because when they set out to do this, they set out to do something bigger than themselves, something special, something mission focused. And now into however many years they have, they realize the narrative being put out there is anything but that you're actually getting beat down for being into the job, for being mission focused. It's all about you. It's all about me. It is no longer selfless service and sacrifice. And that identity, that core is, I, I think is That moral injury is compounding to the core is the proverbial nail in the coffin for us. Yes, we see tragic things, uh, but we also see amazing things. We have our sleep deprivation, our eating habits, all of these things that contribute to this stuff that affects our bodies and our minds. We know that. But I know I can sit here and tell you that I believe in my heart of hearts that the culture of the fire service right now as a whole, it is the nail in the coffin. It is literally killing us, our firefighters, and we have to do something about it. Um, so that's on my mind um, as I travel and I listen and I talk to firefighters from young firefighters to firefighters that have been on 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 years. You know, and it's, it's, it's a common theme everywhere we go doing you know and it's like what do we do about it well then a couple of weeks ago as stupid as it seems i put up a generic facebook and instagram post that i'm going to read real quick it was really generic um and it said all it said was before hiring more people leaders need to figure out why people keep leaving in the first place and get to the root of it it was a generic post that i just took off of social media and posted it. Corley, that post has been shared from my stuff 500 times. Five, more than any other tactic, nugget, quote, anything. Brother, I'm dead serious. Like, what the 500 times? That's a problem. Why that struck a vein and that struck that vein in me. And it made me say, look at us as a fire service. What is going on? And quite frankly, I'm sick of it and I'm ready to do something about it. And I feel like God is now giving me this place, the convictions, the values 
I'm not being handcuffed by a city or an organization. And I am telling you, I'm telling the American Fire Service, uh, from the firefighters to the chief levels out there, we are coming for you. And if you do not get on board, I said this the other day to a friend, I think a lot of chiefs nowadays are chiefing themselves right out of a job. If they don't get with the program, there's no way, no way that they're going to be able to sustain information coming faster than ever before to our fire service. Regional training conferences, hot classes, more than ever before available all over the country. Every weekend, every, every weekend. weekend. Information, yes. social media, and good stuff. Yes, of course, there's negative. But I'm talking the amazing stuff and our culture and our mission mindset and those stepping into it. And I, I, I'll be honest, man, they're, they're going to have to get on board because there is no studies. I've said it before on the last scrap. There's no stats. There's no studies. There is no science there is nothing keeping us from doing our job and our mission first mindset than us, the cowards that are amongst our rank and file. And we've given up much of that control all over from our publications, our training, all kinds of stuff. And man, I'll just tell you what, I'm, I'm sick of it. I think the fire service is literally killing us. Um, it's killing them. I think that's why we got a 25% increase in civilian fire deaths over the last decade while fires are down. Not all of it, but I think it's a piece of the puzzle that we got to mm -hmm. own. Yes. So, yes. Corley, this is my why. This was the fuel for this. And it finally hit a point. And I felt like a couple of weeks ago in church, God was like, go. It's time to go now. It's time to do this and bring it back. So I want to completely eradicate the cowards out of our fire service to make it nearly impossible for them to exist. If they aren't mission focused, then it's going to be a struggle to exist. I want to come at them that hard, that big. Um, so how do we do it? You know, and right. That, right. And that to me, that's firemanship. Um, I still believe in it. The literal turn term, term uh, as translated in the dictionary. And it points back to that. And I'll say it comes back to this, too. I just want to um, clarify. Brothers in battle, our mission statement and our mission hasn't changed over the years. Our mission has been, and it was for firemanship conference, the same as our brothers in battle mission, is to provide the best training possible for firefighters. Focusing on a them-first mindset through faith, family, and firemanship, the skill, practice, and trade of firefighting. And we're going to do this with giving hearts for great causes. This is what we've been doing for years. And now I'm willing to even come even harder, unapologetically focused on our mission. And I want to change the culture of the fire service. I want us to stand up for us, for our neighbor, right? That's that the great commandment, thou shalt love thy neighbor and all other things come underneath it, right? We love God, um, love our neighbors, and to me, that is them. Them has never been just isolated to the civilian we serve. Them is us. Them is our family. Them is community, right? And so I just want to do something that can truly make an impact. I want firemanship like when we started 
the original FCPDX. I want to do something now that's completely different than is being done out there in most places. And this isn't a knock because I lo- I'm asked all the time, and I'm sure you are too, is it too much training? Are there too many conferences? Are there too many of this? And I've always said, no. The, the people will tell us, the students will tell us when it's too much. Otherwise, there's never enough training. How could we say it's too much training? If people are saying that, and it's coming from instructors and cadre and training groups, that's ego and pride. That's selfishness. There's not enough training out there, right? And it's always been that when you travel and we do these things, that we're going to get firefighters regionally to that environment that didn't have the funds, the resources, the time to go travel nationally to something different. So if you've got a regional conference, even multiples going on in the same state, good to allow firefighters from that region to get exposed to and participate in that training, right? And so I don't think there could ever be enough training, um, Corley. I'm not, and I want to do something different in the context of where my heart is at, like starting the last one. I had never attended anything before. I just did what came from the heart. I didn't want to take, I and I don't want to, because I'm still trying to figure this out. I don't want firemanship to be reborn and just be what Firemanship Conference Portland was, or to be what any other conference is going on around the country. I want it to be its own thing, completely different. I'm still trying to get the vision for it and the mind space for what that exactly is and looks like with a lot of it. Um, but I want that, that feel that is talked about with firemanship conference, Portland. I don't want it to just be about the speaker and a two hour presentation and a four hour lecture or this hot class. It's so much more than that. I want the movement. I want to embody that feeling, the spirit, the fighting spirit, the love for our neighbors, our brothers, our sisters stand up our mission like and i want to push this mission first mindset and spread the poison literally to infect the entirety of the fire service with that mindset i love it you got you got everybody fired up right now i can't even i don't even uh we passed 100 comments so long ago and i can't even begin to touch on the comments in youtube and facebook and everywhere brother um goosebumps for real you can never train too much for a job that can kill you from gillespie oh man there's so much uh yeah uh, they're talking about all of it all of it brother please um if you have specific questions for cody throw them in there kyle is waiting i mean there's there's tons of chatter yeah yeah uh tons of chatter coming yeah so so i would say this too and i'll I'll just address a couple um quick little things i i get uh, I get that some people might be offended by some of this. I'm not set out, you know, to try to offend anybody. We want to do our thing, let others do theirs. But this is like Firemanship Conference Portland was. Um, all were welcome. You just simply have to want to be there, right? Um, we want this available to everybody. This, in my mind, uh, 
how how do we do something that the brothers and sisters that are doing a great job back at their departments um, and getting beat down for right. wanting to learn and learn. How do we get them exposed, you know, to this, to where we know one, two of us goes back to our departments, our shift, our department, the compounding factor, I mean, to affect change can be absolutely incredible. And so like, how do we get, how do we truly affect change? And what came to mind was this can no longer be exclusive um, and exclusive in the context of setting small numbers, like, which I believe in because there are e- events that focus on a small number of firefighters with focused detail training, one-on-one time with, with uh, instructors, and that's all great, right? But I feel like to truly create something big, a true movement of it, we have to literally spread like a poison and we have to collect all of those that could not normally attend a conference, didn't have the means, the time, the travel distance, some of that stuff. We had to be able, we have to be able to capture them. It has to be inclusive for them. It has to be inclusive for anybody that wants to be there and not shut out, shut out. So that comes with the biggest announcement of what we're trying to do here, I would say, is a departure from what I know we could do, which is, Corley, we could put on Firemanship Conference right now, and I could put a price tag on it right now. And I would, I'm pretty positive we would sell it out. And we can make a boatload of money and in our nature, like we do giving hearts and great causes, we will pour it out like we've always done. Um, and I'm pretty positive we could do that successfully, but I want to do something radically different in the fact that I want to put on firemanship and a full week of training at no cost to somebody, a completely free conference available to anybody and everybody if they want to be there. Um, and it's wild because I'm not even sure exactly what that looks like, but I feel like God told me that morning, he says, I'll take care of the finances. You make this available to everybody. So how do we capture it? Yes, we can't cover hotels and travel, but we can help ease the burden. And when you start talking about a five, six, seven, eight, nine hundred dollar registration fee, plus all the other stuff, man, there's a lot of brothers and sisters out there struggling just to make ends meet at home, let alone getting the ability to get to participate in something like this. So that's when I put in the text that I want to do something completely different, something special in this scale. Um, I, I, I can't think of a better cause, a better benefit um, to pour into than us pouring it into each other, our brothers and sisters from around the country to mold this mindset 
and push it out. So I'm not looking to like before firemanship conference supported (laughs) rescue. Come on. Uh, Jeffrey Bryant, Jeffrey Bryant mentioned, I didn't mean to break your flow. Sorry. Go. Yeah. Uh, you know, we supported sons of the flag primarily plus a whole bunch of other organizations with firemanship conference down to even meals, homeless shelters and all kinds of stuff and brothers and sisters in need financially and legally with stuff like we would money here, whatever we could help with, we did. Um, and I just, I can't think of a better cause while I believe in still doing stuff for burn victims, you know, um, and all these other incredible organizations and resources in my mind right now, Corley, I can't think of a better cause for the American fire service to pour into than ourselves, which is ultimately pouring it into them, right? If we are able to do that, the best version of ourselves at, at home, in our communities, our families, on our jobs, like we are able to better serve them. And they are the direct result of, you know, and benefiting from, from that. So my goal is to put on this event completely free to those that need it. I envision something. We're still trying to figure this out crowdsourcing, funding, donors, sponsors, still us. Yes, like any benefit. We, I mean, doing firemanship conference, Team Rubicon, brother, I learned real quick, it takes money to make money. And anybody knows that, even running nonprofits and all kinds, it takes money to make money. Um, Absolutely, and, yes. And this, this isn't cheap. And firemanship conference was not cheap. Uh, you know, it takes money to, to, to do this. And so – we are going to try to creatively figure out ways to crowdsource and fund this. And whether it's, you know, if students can pay a recommended fee for that conference and you have the financial means to do so, awesome, do it. If you can only pay a hundred bucks, do it. If you can only pay 50 bucks, do it. If you can't pay anything, it's still available to you. If you can give more to it, if we can get our, you know, even people that can't attend the conference to buy into this and pour into our culture and this mindset, this mission first mindset. Um, that is how I believe we make it available, um, to anybody that wants to try to be there. Um, so that's, that's the big departure. We're still trying to figure out, um, that's checking our ego, that's checking our, our wallets. It's not about money. We never started doing firemanship conference or any of that. Um, it was never about the bottom line of the money. It was to put on the great training first for great causes. And like I said, our mission statement, it's not changing. It's the same thing. We just want to do it on a completely different scale from what is being done out there um, and make it available to people. And again, I know, Corley, that we could put a price tag on it and we can crush this money wise and do everything that we need to do. And then some, um, my faith is my God is an awesome God. And, uh, I believe that our brothers and sisters across the fire service, um, Oh, it's gonna, I believe they will see the benefits of this as well. And 
choose to stand up next to our neighbors, next to each other, and uh, and do this for us. Um, so that's kind of the big one, Corley, is we want Ooh. everybody. Yeah, yeah. The kind of a big one. It's kind of a big one. Yeah. 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 Um, and I still understand um, there's still a financial means to get there and all of that stuff. Sure. But hopefully this can help. And shoot, you know, I'm still open to ideas. And if we have the funds to do that stuff to help facilitate brothers and sisters getting there and doing things, we'll always try to figure out creative ways to do stuff like that. But that's the main one is we're going to set out to do this uh, conference, I guess, for those that, that, that um, couldn't normally, you know, get there, didn't have the means to be there. We want them to be there so that they can go back to their departments and affect change. We're also going to be able to, with the venue, we've got an amazing venue in Aurora. The Paramount Theater is an incredible venue. Um, it's a lot larger capacity than the Crystal Ballroom where we were at in Portland. Um, I'm not going to look to put a cap on numbers as far as, you know, 150 registrants or the first 200 or the first 500. Um, we're working through the layout and the logistics with the facility. <clears throat> Um, but it's roughly a 1,900-person uh, capacity venue, beautiful theater, and I would love nothing more than to have a couple thousand firefighters from around the country in attendance and pack this thing out um, and Ooh. really be able to go out and spread like wildfire across the country. Um, we are going to look to do hands-on classes too, and we're going to look to do kind of the same model with firemanship conference that we ran in Portland as far as three days of lectures, two days of hands-on. Um, the hands-on, um, we're working through the sites right now. I'll be honest with you, I don't have one lecture or one class laid out or picked out yet. We're going to build it. I'm still trying to figure out how I want to do that, what it looks like a little bit, um, but We've got a tremendous amount of support from the region over there. Um, Jeff Bryant's done a tremendous amount of work in that area. Brothers in Battle has been in that area three or four times over the last five years or so doing classes with different uh, organizations and hot sites. And so we're anticipating being able to have multiple hot sites again in the region to allow for a decent number of hot classes, but 100% we're not going to be able to everybody that's at a lecture, you know, fill a hot seat spot. Um, I think it's going to be reduced numbers for that. Um, so we're still working through some of that. Sure. I can sure. tell you a little bit of my lecture idea, which I'll just share with you again. Cause I, 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 I just I want to do something. I love teasers. I love teasers. The crowd loves teasers. So yeah, yeah. share, share us your brain. I'm thinking about doing something that's truly like fire nuggets, like an impactful and something that brings in brothers and sisters from all over with different mindsets, tactics, tips, if you will. Um, and things, and instead of the hour and 45 minute presentation or a four hour and this, a couple of speakers a day, man, if we've got somebody that's got a 30 minute nugget and, props and things on stage and do drags and stretch this and throw this or maybe a live feed outside from a site to do and just have multiple present you know multiple presentations if you will 
throughout the day, um, littered with just nuggets and quick tips and stuff uh, that I think will be incredibly impactful and that will allow us uh, as a fire service to tangibly take things real quick, this technique, this specific tactic, this, and take it and turn and burn with it and put it to use. So I envision just a ton of speakers throughout the three days with lots of little nuggets instead of a couple focused presentations. Um, yeah. So pretty excited about that. (laughs) Uh, and then, um, let's see. Trying to think as far as details with that. Like I said, this is really early in the emphasis stages. A lot of this. One of the biggest, one of the biggest questions is, and I know you may not have the answer yet, but when are you thinking about registration opening? Perfect. That was the last actual hard thing I could give you. And we have set the registration date for Cyber Monday. Cyber Monday, right after Thanksgiving, everybody's getting online already, buying up stuff, spending money, donating stuff, donating stuff, Christmas presents, all of that stuff. Cyber Monday, which is um, November 27th. At 10 a.m. Pacific time, we will open registration. There will be Christmas Day right there. What? That's Christmas Day right there. Yeah. Uh, There will be, so, you know, there will have to be a cap on it due to the venue, but it's significantly more than what we were able to do at the Crystal Ballroom. And, you know, again, the goal would be to pack that place with a couple thousand firefighters right. and uh, between that and and the hot classes. So well, let me ask, whole- uh, no, no, I want to interrupt you and interrupt you real quick and ask you some, some quick questions, which is, uh, first of all, fire department furniture dot com, uh, fire station furniture dot com. Sorry, they've already said there'll be a sponsor. So I wanted to make sure you got that message. They're absolutely, that's your first sponsor that you, that outside source probably, you probably have already been in the talks, but I wanted to mention that the other thing is other people that want to help, that want to be a part of this, that want yeah. to be a part of making this free, uh, yeah. to give to, yeah. uh, what is the, is there a place setting up to, to make that happen, to yep. get in yep. touch? We, we will set, we will be working on setting up that a link, just like anything else that allow, you know, um, donations to take place we'll be setting up a website to go to okay information on there all that stuff with a link for people to yes go to and donate to um anybody even if you can't attend to family members anybody wants to donate to this cause um we'll be able to donate to that we will have the registration open specifically on um the 27th to collect those numbers um and but again there won't there won't be any type of a i guess a value um required of you at that time we are and i do anticipate again the reality of it is it costs money to do this so we will put up probably this is what the recommended you know prices this is normally what lecture would be this is what a hot class would be here's it do what you can and or pay it forward you know Right, um, right. And, and that's truly what we're believing in. And, and we want it to completely be open, um, non-biased. I don't care. We're not looking for reasons of why you can't afford or how we're not looking to collect 
you know, and, and actually give scholarships and pick and choose who gets to come. Cause we did that with firemanship conference. We gave out scholarships every year and it was submitted and, you know, and, and we did that. I don't want to do that. Like I said, I just want, I, I want it available to anybody that wants to be there. No questions asked um, period end of story, you know? And so, but yes, so we will work on between now and the 27th of November. We got a lot of work to do to get website up. We'll be releasing uh, as we get speakers, as we dial in hot classes, as we're doing these things. Um, we'll be slow rolling that stuff out um, with the link to donate and nice. the goal to just crush this. Corley, and I'm telling you, I'm dead serious. I want to pack this place out, and I want several thousand firefighters leaving Aurora, Illinois, to go back to their organizations. And just, it's so funny because over the last decade, I still find myself saying, "Spread the poison, spread the poison." We need spread the poison T-shirts already, so we can start. Yeah, yeah, and it just, I just like that it still always comes back to that i want them going back and just spreading the poison and again and and make it make it damn near impossible and i think we can over a couple years make it impossible for those amongst us that are not here for the right reasons to make it very uncomfortable for them and i'm okay with that yes that is my goal you know, and, and to steal from, I know Chief Thompson has been on, you know, your strap multiple times. He's a big mentor yes. of mine, talked with him personally. But uh, I share his slide. He gave me permission to share in all of my presentations. Yes. Um, I don't know many fire chiefs out there in the country that are willing to take a stand and basically saying, if you're not willing to step up and meet our mission mindset, then we will help to work you, get you reemployed. Yes. Reemployed. Like, yes. like, come on now. Yes. That's I love it. That's what I'm talking about. Dude. At, oh, that, so that level of this is where we're at, you know, and we are coming. Um, and, and I believe if we can get firefighters by the thousands attending this, um, for us to all identify in the same identity, and I talk about this in our classes too. I truly believe for us as a fire service, we have one shared core identity and values and one mission. You know, we're uniquely created with different backgrounds and perspectives and all kinds of things. But man, when it comes down to what we do in our mission, <laughs> there is only one way and it is the right way, you know. And so I, I just think we're at that point. The fire service, Corley. If if we don't really go after this, we're literally killing ourselves. The fire service, as is, is killing us. And I'm sick I love of the it. message. I, I want to do, do something about it, man. Yes, dude. Thank you so much for uh, letting the scrap be the announcement platform for for this announcement. Um, November twenty. I may even put it. I'll try to put it in the scrap notes. Uh, countdown every scrap until this goes live. I think that'll be amazing because yeah. uh, I think it'll sell out that day. I can't wait. And it's going to be where you can purchase the tickets for how much you want, right? So you can pay it forward. Yep. Yep. There'll be a pay, oh, yeah. basically a pay it forward piece on there. Yep. Or oh, whatever be, you can or can't own it. Right. 
Right. Oh, I love it. I absolutely love, I love the mindset behind it. Um, there was something oh, I want to ask if you'll come back, we can do another one of these after November 27th, you know, maybe in the, uh, between the, between, between Thanksgiving and Christmas sometime, you know, after the tickets go on sale, come back and talk about how much it's firmed up and what the plans are for it. Sure. Sure. Okay. Like speakers, you know, and what you're yeah, yeah. you know, what, anything that's been solidified basically, yeah. basically hype it up some more. Yeah. No, we'll keep doing that for sure. And, and as, as we have, information you know i don't want to keep everything and we're not trying to be like oh surprise here you know um right we'll we'll try to release information and stuff and i would love to get back on and share with you um i i just man uh i i think we have the opportunity to do something really special here and give back to each other you know and us and really build a mission first mindset you know and uh yeah, I'm I'm excited for this, and uh, yeah, I I know there's going to be a lot of people that hopefully want to be a part of it, and I get it. Again, it may not be for everybody, um, but uh, if people want to be a part of it, man, I hope they're they're ready to jump in. There are going to be opportunities, like I said um, earlier, with a variety of different hot classes, um, different speakers, and presentations to participate. We're going to have to build an army again of volunteers. I mean, it was a small army literally to put on between all the logistics support at the hot sites for each hot class, venue during the conference, shuttles, all of this stuff. So we are going to have to build an army as well to to be able to pull this off. But again, I just can't think of a greater cause uh, to champion than than us for them, you know. And us for them. I love the neighbors. Man, spread yeah. the poison, all of it, brother. You have got me fired up in my and everybody. I'm in my hotel room here in South Carolina as I teach uh, outside the the Firehouse Vigilance Studio. Um, so it's exciting to be able to host Cody and talk about this. And everybody, Cody, you have to go to Facebook and you have to go to YouTube and read the comments because there are too many comments to even try to catch up. Uh, there is a lot of hype for what you have announced this evening. Sweet. Is there any uh, specific questions? I don't want to eat up everybody's evening, you know, too much. I think they'll, I think they'll listen to you talk for the next two or three hours. I really, <laughs> I'm not speaking. Uh, Ramagus bailed on us because he apparently <laughs> want, he wanted to flex on no. us. He said, "Go into a fire, buddy. Got to go." Yeah. So yeah, I, that's the one good reason. One good reason. All right, so guys to flex got it on. All. But uh, if you have questions, I will pull them out. Especially specifically firemanship related questions about the conference. If you have anything. Um, throw them in the chat and I will grab them and I will get them before Cody bells. One thing is we have to Cody next time you have to move whatever elk you've got your Wi-Fi strapped to. You have to move it next time. We've heard you the entire night. The the sound has been impeccable. So it's been good that way, but you also have been freezing and oh. that's okay. But just to, just to let you know, okay. but the message has been solid. Awesome. Yeah. The truckie said, keep talking. What will the emphasis be? The emphasis will be us for them, us for them, infecting the poison of taking of our own, taking the fire service back. I think, right. I think stand, up. stand up, stand up for your neighbor. Love it. Is there going to be forcible entry under fire? That's Aaron Jackson asking. Uh, just say when, buddy, we'll bring the iron. That's from Mitch Hooner. Um, 
Can you set up so I can send a sponsor a few guys? Yeah, Todd Edwards is asking. I think the response is going to be amazing. Yeah, the truckie said, keep talking in all caps. <laughs> I don't know. Any, any specific questions? I'm waiting. I'm giving it a minute. Heck yes, keep going. Get on that soapbox and roll. I love it from Kobe Wigington uh, right here. Rob was having dinner with the granddaughters. He's here now listening and is all in. Sincerely, Jody. Thank you, Jody. <laughs> Rob's better half. Glad to have you. Love you guys. Love it, man. Not too far. Uh, will there be a karaoke bar coming from, coming from Eddie Ivy? Oh, I hope so. <laughs> I love that it, might man. Be one of the night. That might be that might have to be the social one night. The karaoke special, and you can only come if you plan to sing. Yeah, not just not just watch. Yeah. Yes, Amanda, there will be a chance to sponsor and and uh, pay for pay it forward. Basically, is the whole yes. model. It's That's really, exactly it really what is. it is. A, a pay it forward, and I kind of view this as like a you know, like I said, with lack of better words, like a crowdsourcing, a pay it forward. We're gonna have the ability to to register and pay what you can and pay it forward for others, even if you can't go, you know, or share the message, share the word, share the link for other people and family to support this cause uh, and this mission. Yes. And it's going to be poured right back into us, you know, um, what was it going to say? Love it. I'm trying to think if I have anything else really specific. You Jody Fisher what? said, I had to read that. It's go. It's going by so fast now. Uh, Jody Fisher said, "We will not be recreating dirty dancing lifts." <laughs> and I say, "Not with that attitude." Uh, but we'll see what we can do. Yeah. So many people offering to come and help with hot tracks and things. There's lots of those scrolling by. Um, Good. Love it. Uh, we'll need it. Love it. Uh, can we do whitetail venison or elk venison exchange? For a elk venison exchange, I'm sorry. We're gonna set up a, a venison and a bourbon exchange, possibly. Oh, I like it. That's a great idea. <laughs> no, 100 uh, percent on when there is, uh, especially swag to pre-buy, like firemanship yep. swag coming back. Whether it be Dude, hey, we're gonna, shirts. Yeah, you uh, know it. We got. Come on, we're firefighters. We got all of yes. it. All of it. All of the tchotchkes that we can, yes. we can find. Spread the poison. Need. I want spread the poison swag. I want yeah. firemanship swag. Anything I we need to put logos on, do anything with. Yeah, we're going to we're going to get creative and it is going to take a lot of that type of stuff to help raise money. Um we are anticipating bringing in um vendors and donors where if that wasn't a big part of firemanship conference Portland, I didn't want it to be a vendor show specifically and I still so th this is where I got to tread lightly. Um this is firemanship. Um, this is focused on the training of that. I also realize that uh, it takes vendors and sponsors and donors to make this happen. Um, so there, this event, we're going to figure out ways to bring in more vendors, sponsors, and donors, the ability to be there, present, have some time for things to take place um, that don't take away from the actual firemanship, if you will, um, but is focused on that. And so I think that's a part of it too, is we do want to get creative and allow vendors and donors that are supporting us. We want firefighters that have firefighter owned businesses. Like that is, 
them as well and us and taking care of each other and doing and supporting each other. Like I really want to build into this culture of lifting each other up and supporting, you know, so many talented brothers and sisters doing incredible things out there. So if we can find the space and the creative ways to, to support them doing that, um, we want to be able to give an opportunity to do that. Well, I say that it's, I'm not envisioning like a separate, a, a big, you know, FDIC type uh, show for things like that separate. But again, right, right. at the venues, um, at the Paramount Theater, in the evenings of the socials, out in the hot class stuff, you know, as long as I, I've always been very clear, even running firemanship conference of what our focus is. Um, and um, if we can creatively figure out ways to, to benefit both sides we will 100% do it but it is 100% about firemanship so mm. um but i think that us create creatively creatively yes creatively, creatively, creatively um can come up with a way to uh support our vendors and donors um as well as you know so yeah i think there'll be probably a lot of opportunity to do that Stephen McCaffrey will know will Matt Donnie be there? And Matt Donnie said, Matt Donnie will be there. So there you go. Love it. Uh, yeah, Jeffrey Bryant Jr. said, does a bear shit in the woods? So there's your answer. Will Matt Donnie be there? I love it. Man, dude, I don't want to cut you off. Anything else you want to say? I mean, I think oh, everybody's man, I don't want to take up about it. the evening of everybody. I know everybody's busy, lots going on, but we're – super excited about this we wanted to just start getting the word out we wanted save the dates calendar no registration stuff start blocking that up you know uh it's it's next summer which sounds crazy it's a year away but these things you know for us we know it takes that much planning um to to get it done and so we want it you know um we wanted at least uh to have that base information out there uh right so that yeah hopefully no, share it. Share Hopefully this everywhere. Share this everywhere. Yeah. Share the not, not the, share the scrap because all the information you get you, you get to hear Cody talk for an hour. Um, share this. Share the scrap special on firemanship. Uh, get the information out there. What's the actual dates? I don't think we've actually said it live here. July, right. July fifteenth through the nineteenth, Aurora, Illinois, Jeff Bryant's backyard. My man. Um, like I said, he literally has been thirty-one pounds of pressure, one hundred thirty-one percent of the time. And I'm just going to share it out there. Like he really, you know, stepping out and doing this away from someplace where I physically, you know, cannot be all of the time and don't live there and don't have everything like I had at my disposal, you know, in the Portland Metro area. Um, It's tremendous amount of love and faith in Jeff. Uh, Man, he's such an awesome family man. He's got an incredible family. He loves this job. He's a man of faith. And uh, I I can't think of anybody better to help come alongside of us and and really kind of help make this happen. I'm not going to lie. And uh, he's the spark plug for sure uh, with this. So I'm incredibly grateful for his help. and like I said, I just, I think it's a culmination of a lot of things. He's been fired up. A lot of us have been fired up around the country about this. I just think it's time, man. And I, I just, you know, we're at this place and 
it's time to, time to take it back, man. Love it. I love it. November 27th, 10 a.m., Cyber Monday, 10 a.m. Pacific, noon yep. central. Tickets are going on sale. If you plan to be there on Cyber Monday, slap an all in in the chat. I don't care where you're watching from. Type all in and as many exclamation points as you can handle if you are excited about firemanship. That's, I can't think of a better way to close than just saying all in. And uh, Eric, uh, uh, yeah, so many people talking. Uh, Cody, thank you so much for right. coming thank on. Thank you, brother. Again, man, I love what you're doing. You're making an impact, so keep making the push. You know, it takes all of us collectively. And, man, you're providing that voice out there right now. And, and between, you know, you teaching and sharing and learning your knowledge and your insight and this incredible platform. So uh, we're grateful for it. Grateful for uh, all the scrappers out there and everybody else. And excited to do this, man. I love it. Dude, you should see the all-ins flying by, man. All I stole it from you, but they're flying by. Yeah, so, I love it. I love it, Cody. Everybody, thank you for tuning in. Cody, thank you for, 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 for A, just kind of ripping your heart open and, and sharing it with us because it's, it's amazing what you're, what you're attempting to make happen and making happen. And so thank you so much. Thanks, Audience, man. thanks for tuning in. I appreciate you, all the all-ins going by, man. It gets me fired up right now. I'm not going to be able to go to sleep. So <laughs> thank you. Uh, I hope the tone stays silent. Unless it's burning, everybody stay safe out there. Thanks for listening to The Weekly Scrap. Please subscribe and please share. We'll see you at the next episode.